You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Fortunate on this uh, segment that uh, we have, uh, mashallah, our alims are coming through, and one of them is our very own Sheikh Shreik Mahta, who is a Medina University graduate. He's also a, uh, you know, a brilliant, uh, uh, he's a brilliant motivational, uh, motivational speaker. He's also, uh, you know, hosts uh, lots of his own uh, talk shows, and Alhamdulillah, an astute uh, businessman. Who also does a lot of dawa work and humanitarian work. Sheikh Shreem Maida, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Jazakallah Khair for joining us this evening on Pertinence Punctuated. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh to my dear beloved brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the uh, dear listeners of Markaz al Sahaba this evening, the voice of Alu Sunnah wal Jamaah. Alhamdulillah, we are well, Shaf, and uh, I hope you're doing well as well, and uh, you always come up with brilliant topics. Just waiting to see what you've got for us today, Shah. Yeah, people, I must tell you that over Czech, uh, Shreba Maida, even it's impromptu, it just comes through. And over the same with the Balana Salim Karima, these are, you know, our names that, that are, you know, that have been bestowed with a lot of hikmah by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we are very fortunate to have them on the platforms of uh, Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'a, perhaps they're taking a leaf from our very own uh, captain and uh, a resident uh, Mufti of Amarka Sahaba, Mufti A.K. Hussein. Allah bless him, Allah keep him also. And uh, yes, I show Maida, I noticed that uh, you are in Johannesburg and uh, I don't know what made you go there, but you are really enjoying the minus two, minus three degrees. And I see you uh, were full of snow the other day, snow all over your beard, your head, your coat and everything. And even had your kids enjoying uh, themselves on uh, with the snow. Talk to us about uh, that uh, snowy phenomena, Sheikh Shreem Maida. And uh, let me please just explain to you what brought me to Jobe. Because uh, this Sunday, uh, my nephew actually was uh, getting engaged. So I had to be there as the only uncle in, in South Africa. So I had to go there, Alhamdulillah. So we decided kids are on holiday and also the wife also took a few days leave. So we said, let's just spend a few days in Joburg before we go back to Devon. And Alhamdulillah, with the mess of Allah, then snow just happened to come to us and where we are. It was just quite a, a fascinating kind of story. And Alhamdulillah, the kids enjoyed it. And even the people around ourselves, we had a very good experience, Shab. No, absolutely. I want you to describe those snowflakes uh, to our listeners, uh, you know, those uh, that didn't experience it, those, you know, as you know, Marcus Sahaba is going around the world, those uh, that are you know, experiencing uh, hot temperatures and so forth, people like in uh, Dubai and the Emiratis uh, that are listening to us, like people like Yusri and so forth. Talk to them about <laughs> the feeling of snow hitting your face and how you felt. I mean, you look like, hey, I'm enjoying this. You didn't even need a jersey, I think. Now I was like a snowman shop at that moment. And yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I just started in the morning. I was, I was sleeping and actually the kids came running to my room. Daddy, daddy, come. There's snow. Something is, something is happening. I said, let's go. So we went at the face. At the beginning, it was just like small, like uh, bird feathers falling down from the sky. You know, then give it five minutes, started flowing in, uh, actually in big, big chunks like cotton wool, shop. And uh, with uh, excitement, we just went there, not even in the jerseys, you know. It was just a, quite a good experience, I can say, an amazing ex, uh, lifetime experience. So, yeah, we enjoyed it, and uh, uh, the kids can't wait. They're asking, uh, uh, does Jobbik snow only on Monday? So we have to wait for another Monday. I say, you know, it's with Allah's Kudra. He sends the snow whenever he feels like sending it. It can come on a Monday, come on a Sunday, on a Friday, whenever. Allah wants it to come, it will come. So, yeah, that was that shaft. 
No, absolutely. And uh, great to know that uh, you enjoyed the uh, uh, that experience and alhamdulillah with your children and alhamdulillah the moment uh, to save her. And uh, yes, uh, you know, you look at all these different conditions that some people are getting, uh, you know, terror, I mean, a heat upon heat. I know there's a 40 degrees, 45 degrees. Here we had it minus two. And, uh, you know, sometimes uh, we enjoy ourselves with that. But uh, Kullu Hal, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us uh, different types of uh, situation, that this, uh, different types of tests that we go through. And as I look at our topic uh, this evening, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida, we say stop complaining, focus on the Akhirah. And Alhamdulillah, this is, uh, you know, we find complaints all over. But we in the House of Islam should be so grateful that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the deen. And uh, we should be someone that should be imbibing it, uh, you know, wholeheartedly and looking at the stories of our different prophets, alayhim salam who, you know, went through so many difficulties, so many challenges, but they never, ever complained. They stopped complaining because they knew this is uh, what our life is. It's only a temporary station. We're here for a short while. What, you know, good we can harvest from here and to take to the Akhirah, we will take. But we must stop complaining. Your thoughts on that, uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida? Exactly. What you said just makes perfect sense. It stops there. Just stop complaining and focus on your ibadah towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what you should be building for. Because firstly, I can see, you know, you can complain as much as you can, but nobody will listen, except Allah is the one that listens. So, I mean, uh, why should you complain when you know there's no one that is going to listen to your complaint and take you seriously, you know? So let's hold back to the ropes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we do what is right, as you said. That's the key not. You know, we hold fast to the ropes of Allah and never let or allow differences to arose between us. Because once we allow these differences to come amongst us, that's when these complaints will come in and uh, this issue will come in, that issue will come in, and there'll be fights over. Yet we need to work together as one team. And most as where the world is heading today, Shah, you can see the signs of Qiyamah are all open. Now, you don't have to go look for them. You just come out of your house. You see this one of the signs of Qiyamah coming. So, I mean, it shows you that we're getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I always say uh, you need to remember that death is just sitting down there by your nose. It's just a matter of sniffing it. And Qiyamah is somewhere around the corner. So everything is, co- is closing in very uh, quickly and very fast with all the signs showing, whereby if we sit and start complaining about everything, then we're taking much of time. We should be uh, focusing in doing good things and uh, being obedient to Allah Ta'ala and do what Allah wants us to do instead of us complaining. So yes, let's wake up and do what is right. Leave the complaints one side because they'll never take us anywhere, Shah. You know, well said then. Also, you know, the time and effort uh, that we waste on complaining uh, could be invested in uh, making more ibadat, focusing on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, keeping on the straight and narrow, like in yourself, or going and helping the poor people, or going into feeding schemes and so forth, or empowering the neighborhood and finding solutions and achieving results. And, you know, Sheikh uh, Shoaib, the person that complains always is creating a culture of a negativity, which, uh, you know, also kills innovation and creativity. And if, if, if you look at negative people, Sheikh Shoaib negative people are quick to shoot down any ideas, any new ideas. And some of them are so hell-bent on, make sure, uh, on making sure that the new ideas will not come into being or, you know, uh, who will, uh, will not uh, for, uh, destroy their comfort zone while they are complaining around them, uh, that uh, they shoot down all these uh, uh, good ideas and the positivity. And uh, some of them even call them the scuttlers. Uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. 
No, no, definitely, Sharp. What you're saying makes a lot of perfect sense, and that is the reality. You know, when you start complaining and complaining, definitely you uh, bite an egg of negativity all the time, which means you're not comfortable with anything that's coming around you. Everything you see, you see it in a very negative light, which is not very good, Sharp. I'll give you a good example, Sharp. This morning, uh, when we woke up for Fajr, we're looking at the weather, it's chewing minus two somewhere. We don't want to go touch water, you know, it's going to be so cold. We can get to That's just a complaint. You know, then we sat back and then my wife says, but you touch water, you see you're free, you're afraid you're going to get sick. How many people are dying in the desert when it's too hot? You know, I mean, uh, just get up and do what you have to do. Remember, it's only one chance you have in a lifetime. This could be our last solar we're going to read today. So why should we complain? Let's get up so we have to wake up. Although a little bit one face is put a little bit, you know, because of the cord. But we said, let's embrace the cord and do what is right. When Allah says we must perform this salah at his due time and five times every day, there is a good and solid meaning towards that. So let's not break that trend. Let's do it. And Alhamdulillah, we read salah, had one cup of tea and everything was fine. So as you're saying, Shah, complaining will always bring a negative thought. Whether in your ibadat, whether in your work, workplace, whether in your livelihood, as you said, you find complaining brings a lot of negativity. And in that same note, you find the cutthroat, as you said, he rejoices on that because they know you've got no way to go. You can complain and complain. It won't get you anywhere and they will do as they want. So let's stop complaining and just smile at everything and look it in a positive angle to say, in this, Allah may want to give me another good solution out of it. So let's ask Allah and see what better uh, things come out of this situation that we're sitting in. In that way, Shaf, we'll be happy in this dunya and in the akhirah, inshallah, getting double or triple rewards, Shaf. Oh, well said the Sheikh Shreemaitha. And uh, you know, whilst uh, we should realize that, that complaining is uh, very dangerous, and we should remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what he is uh, doing, why he's put us into this situation. And perhaps, uh, you know, if we show, uh, you know, a lot of patience in this, it could be a big reward for us. And, uh, you know, as I said, we must remember what Allah knows exactly what is in our minds and our thoughts, and he knows why he put us in that position. And we should always be giving, uh, you know, uh, thanks to Allah subhanahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because sabr and shukr are beautiful things, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida. Definitely, Shaf, you know, sabr is the key factor to everything, and Allah has mentioned to us, there's no reward for sabr except for jannah, and uh, this comes together, Shaf, if you have to avoid complaining, it means your level of sabr are gone higher. And once you have that, Jannah becomes easier for you to go. So we need to work very hard towards Sabr. As I was saying earlier on, Shaf, you know, there's a lot of things that you need to put up with Sabr. You know, it comes to your family, sometimes you get issues. If you don't have Sabr, you're going to break your family a tear apart. But if you have Sabr, allow I will show you the wisdom on how you get around the situation that is there. And actually give you the solutions towards that. The same, you're having a dispute with somebody else. You know, you sit back and listen very carefully. When they're talking about the issues they're actually are having issues with, you pick up that there's answers already in whatsoever has been spoken. So you just have to pick up on those answers to say, this is where I went wrong. I think we can try rebuilding from there and make our lives better. And that's how it works, Shaf. So the same. Sabbar should be the key for everything. You know, even for Salah. Even for you to have your food, there's supper, you need to start cooking. There's time consuming for the food to get ready. And thereafter, you have to eat. You know, it's all works with supper. If you don't have patience, Shab, you have a problem. But once you have supper in your life, definitely you have everything with the key that opens the doors of success and the, the doors of actually happiness and the doors of you building your society and at most 
building yourself as a better person, Shah. No, absolutely. And, you know, we should be remembering this all the time, actually, the, you know, complaining is so harmful, you know, all that extra cortisol released by frequent complaining and, you know, this will impair our immune system and make us more susceptible to high cholesterol, maybe diabetes, high disease or or, or, or even obesity, actually, if even makes the brain more vulnerable to strokes and all that complaining and complaining and you know the person's spirituality the f- physicality all that is compromised there Shekhar no no definitely you build up yourself a dangerous weak one which is called stress and now once that's one once that stress builds in you definitely with all the complaints you have shaitan will come and whisper in one ear come on the other ear and bring in a lot of beautiful thoughts for you that are negative you know that cannot take you anyway and that way as you said it will cause you sit one place, you can't do anything. Obesity comes in, then the blood pressure is kicking in, and then diabetes is kicking in. A lot of things are kicking in. Not everybody comes through this, but some of us who catch all these kind of uh, um, uh, illnesses just because of our mind is not focused on doing something. Our mind is not focused on coming out of complaining and actually feeling sad at all the times and feeling unsafe, feeling insecure, you know, depression kicking in. Once we keep away from this, you know, I always say we'll be greater patients. And the, 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 the first thing is, as a Muslim sharp, you're not supposed to be depressed. There's nothing that depresses you. You know, when you get depressed, you read Surah Yasin. Go read Surah Kat. Yes, Ya Allah. I'm having these negative thoughts. Please guide me and show me how I come through this. And sit back after that. Allah will give you the solutions. But if you sit back now, not reading Salah, no, I'm so depressed. I can't read my Salah. I'm, I'm like this. I'm that. I'm sick. I can't. But when it comes to food, shop, almost half the mountain is finished on lunchtime. And yet you're complaining you're sick for Salah. But yet to feed your tummy, you're okay. You can feed it as much as you can. So these are the issues we should be looking and balancing at as a human being. I came here from Allah Ta'ala. And we have to go back to Allah, so the journey continues. So don't stop because you feel depressed. Don't stop because you want to complain. But look at positives and go forward because we are on our way. And we are marching on towards Allah, Ta'ala, Shaq. Once you talk to me and I, you know, I'm thinking of a continuous cycle of negative thoughts, may even cause uh, you know, damage to the hippocampus, you know, the, that part of the brain used for you know, problem solving and uh, cognitive uh, functioning. Now, you know, Sheikh, uh, you know, over time, complainers, uh, you know, they, 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 they become negatively, uh, you know, negatively or negativity addicts, I think, and uh, attached to the drama that comes up with complaining attitude. They're also prone to uh, black and white thinking where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a full spectrum of color, roji, blue, uh, you know, red, olive, orange, yellow, bi- uh, you know, blue, indigo, violet, and so forth. Allah wants to ask us to look at life in the full spectrum of things, and alhamdulillah, but with the negative people, they see everything in black and white, Sheikh. No, no, definitely, Sheikh. You know, once you actually engross yourself in negativity, as you said, your brain production becomes very low because your brain doesn't anymore uh, come forward to help you and actually plan and program on things that are essential. Your brain is always sitting at the verge of (coughs) finding a way where you can defend yourself even from wrong. You know, that's what happens when you are prone to negativity. But if you move from that kind of angle and look at everything in a positive angle, something goes wrong before you start complaining and blaming other people. You look at it in a positive angle. Where did I go wrong in order for the situation to come at this point where we're sitting now? You know, they say um, 
every action has a reaction. So we need to look back at the action that we've done in order to bring about that reaction. And you see life becomes smoother and becomes easier to you because you actually at all the time looking at the root of the problem. You know, you're not just going on the surface and start jumping, lock up your brains, as stress levels are gone high, and then you've got depression and the rest of that at one time, not actually looking at what caused all this scenario. So this is where we should come back as Muslims. And that's why, you know, for us, our weapon is one step. You know, if we understand the meaning of that, or true essence of that, obeying Allah and obeying his Rasul, you find that life has got all the answers for us, Shaf. When this problem comes, you go back on Sajda, you know, go back on Tasbih and say, Ya Allah, this has gone wrong. And I always understand, I've always known, that whatsoever wrong comes to our lives is because of a reaction of our bad actions. So, Ya Allah, wherever I've gone wrong to have this kind of reaction, please pardon me, forgive me, forgive my family, my parents, and everybody, and actually lighten our hearts so we don't do issues of the similar uh, pattern again so that we get this kind of reaction we're getting. And we do that and we start looking forward and start doing things different the way we went wrong. Sharp definitely will never have a problem. No, absolutely. And I know, Sheikh Shoei when you think about, you know, complaining and people are complaining. But then I think of Yaqub alayhi salam when Yusuf alayhi salam was taken away from him. And he says, you know, uh, I think he says this to his sons, so my complaints, my patience is a, you know, comely patient, but my complaints, I'll only complain to my maker and my creator and my sustainer, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because generally when you complain with the human beings and you have a complaint, it uh, maybe sometimes it ends off in fighting and, you know, uh, disputes come about, which is very unhealthy the complainer and the complainant and sometimes with your complaints it can take you to courts or you know the complaint and all these things are but your complaints when you have a problem and you have you know you just sit on your musalla and leave it rest to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in the case of yaqub salam you could see what was the end result uh ya sheikh no no definitely Shaykh. always where we came back to say you know uh you complain is useless because nobody listens but if you leave it to allah Allah exactly listens and he will give you back what you're looking for. You look at the good example we've given about Yaqub You know, he didn't stand up and start to actually uh, uh, despising his children or maybe finding the way to revenge, you know, for them what, it, what they've done to their brother. But he said, I'm leaving everything to Allah Ta'ala and Allah one day is going to show me where it went wrong and uh, give me guideline towards that. And finally, Yusuf was brought back to his father. You know, so it tells you that, you know, if you do things in the right manner, all your complaints, leave them to Allah Ta'ala. And when it comes to humans, don't complain to them. Just say, Alhamdulillah, Allah Kulyan. Anything like that. But you look so sad. Why say, no, Alhamdulillah, I'm okay. You know, that's how we should be. Because in saying, Alhamdulillah, I'm okay, it saves a lot of issues that could come out. Remember, when you're in a point where actually you're upset or you're sad, you might end up saying things around there. Or somebody will ask you about somebody and you end up saying something and tomorrow it blows out of proportion, you cause something you're not supposed to cause. So rather be to yourself at that moment when you feel you're in that moment where you are feeling so sad or depressed, you know, make your wudu, read your Torah card, Ya Allah, guide me and assist me through what I'm going through and take your Quran and read three, four, five ayahs. You have 10, 50, 40 sins that were sitting one side for Satka, you're not going to use it. Take it to give, give it to somebody who's walking on the road, you know they need it. And you come back and sit back and definitely Allah will come to you because Allah is always to the favor of the servant who's always doing good deeds to other servants. So you must remember that's the key for us, Shah. Yeah, you know, there are definitely and people, you know, that are 
uh, prone to uh, uh, complaining. I mean, maybe there's a definition for them. A complainer, a person that's con- uh, no, continually, continuously complains, a person given to excess, excessive complaints and crying and whining. Uh, you know, they call them the crybaby or the grumbler, the moaner, this, uh, you know, or the sniveler, the squawker, the whiner. And these are the names that are given to someone. You know, they come to you and they're complaining and they're dumping on you. They're actually dumping all the complaints on you. And, you know, perhaps uh, they need to go to the shrink who will charge them for every second that they're complaining. He'll make notes about the complaints and uh, they have to pay a hefty bill. So maybe if they get to know what the fees are, they'll stop complaining. <laughs> yeah, Sheikh, your, your comments. Well, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we can't be on that note where we forget about our, at all the time. You know, Allah has spoken to us about that. Because once you dwell deep in that kind of complaining, you forget Allah at the same time. Then Allah will make you forget yourself. Allah has mentioned the Quran. Don't be like the people that forgot Allah Ta'ala. Then Allah made them forget their own selves. So what I'm saying in this note, the meaning is that when something goes wrong in our lives, let's look back on the negativity that we've uh, we've, we've done in order to have this reaction, chain reaction of action that are coming negatively to our lives. And once we look, we look into that, we understand we've gone wrong and we go back to say, Allah, I know where I've gone wrong and now I do understand where all these chain reactions are coming from is because of my wrongdoing. Ya Allah, please pardon me and forgive me and I'll try my level best not to go back in the same channel that brought all these difficulties upon me. So in that way, you start doing that and you preach that to your families and your friends, gentlemen, let's not do wrong things because once we do wrong, there is a chain reaction that will come as a punishment for our wrongdoing. But let's do good because once you do good, there's another good reaction that comes from us. Even though there might be uh, additional actually uh, tests that allow give us just to see if we're really doing it for the place of him. You know, and once we pass those as well, that will come in small chance or in big chance, and we look back and say, you know, it's Allah testing me. And through Allah, we're going to understand this and we're going to go uh, pass through this phase. Definitely, Shaf, our lives will become very, very easier. And moreover, we got the book of guidance, Shaf. We got the Quran, which is the book of instructions for us, not the book to be collecting dust uh, throughout the year, then we read it in Ramadan only. You know, we don't have instructions in Ramadan only. Our instructions for our livelihood in this dunya until the day we close our eyes. So let's use the Quran as a book of guidance. We are sad. Just open the Quran at random. Say, Allah, just show me. Uh, show me the sign. You open it at random. You see you read one ayah or two, two ayahs. That will remind you of what some what you could have done that made you go into that situation. And in that way, it means Allah is talking to you through his book. And that also it means you understand who Allah Ta'ala is. In the same manner, you understand how to avoid being in hectic situations that you are in that moment that you are complaining about. I'm thinking on a more serious note here. You know, people are complaining. And if you're unhappy with service delivery, if you're unhappy with what the government is giving you, you're unhappy as a ratepayer or a taxpayer. And maybe the student is unhappy uh, with how how the university is treating them. Or if you're unhappy at a store, you bought shoes and that shoes, uh, you know, gives up in uh, six months. But you paid an arm and a leg for that. And, uh, you know, these are valid complaints. And in the... the, uh, uh, bigger schemes of things, I mean, the service delivery is not giving people complain by toy-toying or maybe <laughs> getting a, bit, a little bit more excessive by burning things down and uh, doing things uh, that is, you know, maybe uh, in the eyes of a divine decree, 
uh, you know, it shouldn't be done because uh, you're causing more damage than the, uh, the, the, the complaints deserve. Or maybe uh, they're looking for attention and this is what he said. How do you read this uh, type of scenario, Sheikh Maida, as an alim? You know, Shaf, you're correct. I mean, uh, we, we have a right uh, to stand up for our rights and speak about what is hurting us. But those rights have specific limits that you have to stand on. But you cannot go, you have a right because, you know, there's something is not happening in the area, then you start go burning the school where your children are going and learning education. Or you go burn the clinic where when you're sick, you go get your panados and your discipline and everything from there. And or maybe you burn the roads where you use it for transport every day. You know, when you burn your road, you won't be able to travel anyway after that. I mean, we have to look within uh, limits. What is this... Uh, uh, complaint that we have service delivery. What part are we looking at? Okay, our water is not clean. Where is the offices for the water? We go there and talk to them, say, listen to us. This is what we came here for. So please get this done in numbers. And that will be done. Yes, we know sometimes that politicians are hard nuts uh, to crack, they say, in that way. Where you can say something now, they say, oh, no, if there is no action, we don't worry. But now go do action in that place where actually this is originating from. But don't go actually destroy your road infrastructure, school infrastructure, or uh, uh, clinics, libraries, and all uh, the shops that you're buying your food. At the end of the day, when this goes down, you are the one that is going to suffer in the long run. Because if they couldn't give you that small uh, service that you're fighting for, now you've destroyed your road, destroyed your school, your, your clinic, and even your places where you shop food stuff. When is this going to be done? Who's going to give them money to get this done? And when it is done, are the people going to come there wholeheartedly again to work with the communities or the field? No, there's no protection here. So we must look at the chain reaction of the actions that we do. Yes, we have the right to stand for whatsoever is not uh, going well in our lives because we will put them in a position to resolve these issues. But we must direct this to the right channels where the anger should be coming from. But don't mix uh, things because that way you also invite the elements of Thuggery to come and join in and destroy your infrastructure. We are by tomorrow, you'll be the same people that will be crying and squealing sharp. Yeah, you make a good point. The, uh, the criminal elements that get in there and they have a field day in, uh, you know, uh, wrecking infrastructure, or maybe those people that are, you know, building mafias, they'll come and help you bust the building, burn the building, so they can uh, get a new contract there, or dig up holes and put make, make bigger potholes and so forth. You know, uh, you can see what's really happening here. And, you know, when you're looking at complaints, uh, you know, um, people are using uh, complaining as a form of control, the sexual maida, hoping to, you know, guilt others into giving them uh, the attention uh, caring and compassion they seek for and uh, you know complaining is a pull on other people and sometimes when they complaining and when they getting into these uh, strike actions they impacting not only on uh, you know a few individuals but sometimes they impact on the entire community and sometimes on the nation i mean look at uh, the complaints i mean talking about the uh, burning of those trucks on the freeways and highways uh, i mean first it started off as a complaint and now it started off as a um, you know, as, as, as uh, controlling or trying to hurt the government uh, in, in, in different aspects and so forth. But this is pure criminality. It is not, uh, it, it's beyond the complaint, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida. No, no, definitely, Shaf. If you look at the outcome of that, you're trying to hurt the government very badly, but in the wrong run, you're hurting yourself very badly. Because those trucks are used to transport foodstuff for you from Cape Town, other areas of country to bring it to your area. So it becomes at a stable price that you're having. So if those are burned down and some other transporters decide 
we can't go to that area for a week because the situation is not good. It means the supply in your area is cutting short. And the more your supply is getting shorter, it means the prices will have to shoot higher. And who's causing it? It's ourselves. And what you're facing, the consequences, is ourselves. And yet the problem also is on us. We should have a right channel to direct this issue so that the stability of the country stays where it is. But don't bring, actually, a toy toy that is going to cause, you know, this, uh, you know, you know the, the place not to function properly. In that way, you cut supplies, and now people cannot come in, and criminal elements is working very hard, trying to rule everything that is in the area. And now when it settles down two days, you can't buy mini meal, you can't buy washing powder, you can't buy soap, and you can't buy anything, you can't get anything. Now what happens is that situation, Shab? It is us who are suffering after all, but yet we could have done it in different uh, different manner. So let's start thinking first before we come up to uh, bringing an action. Let's look into, into the pros and cons of the reaction we want to bring forward. And when we see that, now let's, with level-headed, look into what will benefit us and what will benefit the people in the whole community and what will the government learn from this. And now once we learn on that and we put, you know, our facts together, definitely it's easy to actually come up with a, a strategy where you can toy toy in a very early manner and then those who are giving them information, they will listen to it and know that people are, mean, are meaning business when they say this and they come and resolve the issues, but not destroying what we already have. You know, somebody at good trucks, those are providing food for him and his family, and same time, providing transport to our food staff, to our livelihood, we destroy that, we destroy it too. Our parties, what we're supposed to get, and what the other person was getting for his family. So we need to have, uh, to think on a level-headed situation. In that way, inshallah, we won't be having a lot of chaos. Absolutely, uh, Sheikh Choi Maida. I know not only does complaining tend to, you know, not make uh, us feel better, but also it catches on, uh, you know, on, on those that are listening, uh, and it makes them feel even worse. And uh, complaining is bad for our mood and uh, the mood of those around us and uh, those that are listening to us. And not only that, it is wrong uh, complaining and others and uh, you know burdening them so badly. And also, we should say, stop complaining. And focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Get onto your musallah. Grab your Quran. Read your Quran every day with understanding and meaning. And alhamdulillah, let you, you know, boost yourself. You as a Muslim should be giving glad tidings to everyone. And not going and complaining here, there and everywhere. Sheikh Shoei Maida, you were absolutely, mashallah, this evening. Perhaps your parting words? Shab, you just said my parting, my parting words now. <laughs> Stop complaining. <laughs> Go back to Allah, get on the Muslim and do things right. You know, look at where you went wrong in life and start regrouping from there. And ask Allah and leave everything to Allah Ta'ala. Or our complaints, leaving the Muslim to Allah. Ya Allah, guide me on this complaint that I have. Inshallah, Shab, we'll have a very healthy Muslim community that have no problems that you can visibly see with your eyes, Shab. Yes, sir, Sheikh Shuya you have a beautiful, lovely evening. What's left of it for you in Johannesburg? Inshallah, soon you'll be back to your beloved Durban. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Time for us to go to the uh, marketplace. When we get back, inshallah, we'll be talking to Molana Salim Karim.